Hello, everybody. Thank you for choosing our fine podcast. Very happy you're listening. I am Dave Dvorak. He is Ralph Sievert, and this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. That's what we call it. That's what we call it. Ralph, we did it. That's the name, and we have information as well. We do. We got all kinds of stuff. We have a name, and we have writing in the notebook. And we have an app for the podcast, so we're ready to go. So we're just two regular guys. We're not experts at all in anything. Um, We just had an idea one day that we would uh, do a podcast. Talk about our many many like weird amount of leagues yeah it's it's ridiculous um so this initial episode we're gonna have is just gonna kind of dive into who we are what got us into fantasy football and uh and why we love it so much um and trips right not only as you probably know is a, a football formation yes i hear right? that's a football term yeah they right? use it a lot I've in heard sports that before. sure uh but trips is also significant because i dave am a father of triplet boys he created his own humans three at once i did i'm an overachiever yep and i am the third named after my grandpa ralph may he rest in peace so trips three right and we're right two. we're always right about stuff <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> we think we are. People don't like hearing that, but, you know, we do okay. Yeah. So, And so a little bit of background with uh, Ralph and myself. Uh, we actually met through my wife. We um, did. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Ralph actually knew my wife before I knew my wife. I took Dave's wife to prom. It was a magical evening. We yeah. went as friends, right. but it was a magical evening. Enchanted, one might say. So I actually knew Ralph as yeah. prom date before I it's even true. knew him as Ralph. I'm still known as prom date. You are. In you're some in her, circles. You're in her phone as prom date. That's true. She's yeah. in my phone as prom date. Um, and I believe we met at your wedding. Yes. I was not your guest. No. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. It's a good history. It's a great history. So, so how um, about football, Dave? Yeah. So we had how about a, your history. We had a shared interest in fantasy football, so we thought, hey, let's start a podcast. Um, my and, history. Well, I think our first league together was I invited you to your because, high school league. Yep. My yeah. no, it was the it was the first Empire League was first, I believe. You sure? Oh well, now we're no, all confused. I think it was the high school. It was first. high school first. Okay. Yeah. Because of prom date. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Good start. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So I've been, jeez, uh, I don't even know. It's, I'll tell you what, I've been doing it so long, My uh, one of my first players drafted was Larry Johnson. Solid. So, yeah, I was a, a big fan. Um, I started out doing just one or two leagues, and, uh, and then I got into it with my family, on my side, I'm a commissioner of that league. I think I'm a commissioner of four leagues. Now. I was gonna say I'm commissioner of several. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as fun as um, just playing. It's true. <laughs> and uh, so, and then through Ralph, he got me into dynasty and emperor leagues, and then it kind of um, waterfalled from there. Uh, at one point, I was probably in twenty seven, twenty eight leagues. And uh, I admitted to myself I had a problem, and I, I trimmed them down. So now it's probably a healthy 12 to 15 links, I think. Yeah. And while you trimmed down, I bulked up. Mm-hmm. Not proud of it. But, uh, yeah, and, I, and the, the league that I invited you to that was the Dynasty League was, I think, both, both of our first Dynasty experience. It was. And it was through someone that I knew, and, uh, 
and that was six years ago, five years ago. Five or six. Five or six years ago. Um, yeah, solid start. Ten team standard dynasty league, and that's where we both got started. And I would, I think it's safe to say both of our passions probably line up with with dynasty. Mm-hmm. But I was the same situation that you were. I was in a well, the high school league that you're now in since goodness 2000 1999 i believe and uh the team i remember most was uh very raiders heavy rich gannon charlie garner and jerry rice that was my that was my most solid uh historical team that i can remember that was that was a good year i don't remember if i won that year but it was it was a good offensive year for that sure and then about that emperor league that we were in in the inaugural year uh, my probably biggest disappointment ever in fantasy football, I went 12-0 and that year. You did go 12-0 that year. I ran through the regular season, and then I lost in the championship by a good 40 points probably, I think. Yeah, it wasn't close. No. Not for a 12-0 and team. It was no. disappointing. It was very disappointing. It's one of my biggest regrets. Um, and every time I go undefeated in a season, I think about that year. And I... So that's why I'm okay losing a game or two because I don't want the curse of that year to happen again. It's true. I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of leagues, but a league I won last year, I had one loss during the regular season, and it was nice to get that loss out of the way before it really mattered. That's definitely true. Um, So the 10-team standard that you uh, went 12-0 and and then lost in the championship, how'd that league go recently for you? As long as we're talking about that league. You know, let's talk about it. So I actually won last year. I remember. Yeah. Um, who did I beat? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so I, in, the, in that league, I actually had, uh, I made some savvy trades. Um, and uh, I, uh, I made some good moves. Um, I'm, I'm really happy about that team. Uh, but this year, it's not looking so hot. You're having some, you're having some troubles. I'm, I've had some off-season um, frustration. I've got Melvin Gordon. Yep, rough. who's holding out. Yeah. Um, I've got AJ Green, who's hurt. I hear he's got an issue. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's not going. Antonio well. Brown seems to have gone nuts. Yeah. So who knows where he'll end up? Uh, hopefully, he has a feeling back in his feet. Sure. But the thing about this too <laughs> is that's also an empire league, mm. and so after winning the championship, you cannot trade, right? And so you have no way to improve that team, right? And in making those savvy trades, I actually burned most of my draft picks yeah, as well. No future capital right. there, so which was a smart move yeah. until it all fell apart. Mm-hmm. And every single championship team that league has had has looked solid to repeat, mm-hmm. including mine when I won. Mm-hmm. And then what happens the next year? You just you you can't get over the over the hump because here we are no trades and the fun thing about that league is when you win twice in a row there's a side pot you take that money home and the league blows up with disbands and you can either choose to start over again or forget that league ever happened and i think as much as i don't want to cheer for you it's it might be a league that we're all ready to move on from so it'll be interesting to see what happens yep we've had people leave the league we've had uh, new blood leave for china them. actually yeah, yeah just just disappear to dug a hole went to china to the other side of the world um it's uh 
and well, there's other things in that league that we'll we'll save for a different day. But and that's actually how intimidating my team is because he just up and <laughs> <laughs> he quit like, because it was so scary. He's like, I can't even handle it. That's I gotta true. go. Well, <laughs> my uh, my championship this past year, I I did not. I did not lose. I did not beat you in the championship, but your team has improved quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Thanks for noticing. Yes, yeah. um, somehow you acquired Mike Evans and Odell Beckham Jr. for three first round picks, and I don't understand. Actually, it's four. Oh, four first round picks. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so uh, I think you're going to be one of the guys giving me a run for my money in that I, league. I appreciate that. I had actually decided to blow that team up. And I know. Uh, in in blowing that team up. Um, I acquired four 2020 first round picks. And then someone came along. A magical little and elf. Threw an <laughs> threw an <laughs> offer at you. We're not using names in this podcast, no, right? We're not. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, okay, we're not so using names. we'll call this guy Bobby. Bobby. And he just shows up one day and says, hey, take these two top 10 wide receivers, please. Yep. Top eight wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah. now I'm now I'm scared because everybody's teams are getting better. Although I'm not I'm not dealing with the injury issues that you are in the other league to right. trying to repeat because this is another rolling pot. So mm-hmm. I believe the startup for that for that league was the year after it was um, the other one started. And we there, had a few years there. Or it's several twelve started. teams. It is twelve teams, and the buy-in is even more. So so what you're saying is my championship was more impressive because it's a deeper league, less talent to be dispersed. I wouldn't say that. I would. That's say... That's what I heard though. I would just, you would end up getting more money is what I would say. True. Well, yeah. one year passed. We're probably equal on money. So if we both repeat, we'll be doing pretty well. How about when we both repeat? When we both repeat. We can buy a studio for this if anybody listens. But I like that. I'm not optimistic about that. Um, how, about, how about some best and worst trades? Dave, did you think about that coming into here? We love trading, you and I. We've, well, I, we've made a lot we, of trades. We have made a lot of trades. It's an uh, art, really. It is. I, I've been told I need an intervention in trades. I've heard that as well. It's uh, my favorite thing to do. Um, it's just fun to, uh, especially with somebody who doesn't like trading. If you can get in their head and uh, they can finally realize your side of it. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who hang on to somebody for so long. It's hard, they, it's hard to let go. And then they overvalue that player, too. Well, we all overvalue everyone. That's, that's I hard. Yeah. I, I oh, really? Okay. No. Everybody right. on my team's available. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's, as long as uh, four first round picks are involved. Right. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't really have any disappointing trades that I can think of. Um, I know in one league I did uh, trade Ebron away before he blew up. Uh, he, he sucked in Detroit, so I wanted to get rid of him, and then he had a great season. Um, so that would be my worst trade. I've fallen for the Ebron, uh, love before in my history, Mm -hmm. too. Not when he got good, of course. Right. Though inefficient. Um, my, uh, made a lot of trades. Um, I gotta tell you, I, uh, I mean, the simplest one off the top of my head, because, um, I, uh, you know, didn't do a lot of, uh, of note-taking here. But the simplest one off the top of my head was trading David Johnson right before he got injured no straight works. up for Zach Ertz in a PPR league. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I had was David Njoku at tight end. 
And, uh, you know, he had potential, but he, starting him was rough sure. the, season, the season that I was, you know, kind of upper middle of the road. And so trading David Johnson straight up for Zach Ertz, my thought process was I could replace running back pretty easily. I also had the first round, or the first overall pick coming up. I knew Saquon was coming to my team. Sure. And so I figured let's sure up tight end. And that was that led to a championship. That was actually my second championship in that league, but not in a row. Right. Because otherwise I'd have a lot of money True. right now. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the funny thing about trades too is they are, uh, they are critiqued thoroughly and that was talked about how could you give away david johnson for a tight end right well it ended up working out better because david johnson got hurt but worked out pretty well and then i looked like the smart person sure i'm not used to that role yeah it was a change but it happened right on and uh i'm feeling pretty good about that now so we'll see going into this year but congratulations yeah thank you one of the funnest trades i ever had was a three-way trade I don't remember where you're going with this. Was I involved in this? No, you weren't. Oh, okay. This is actually a, a re- that's, that's why I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's actually a redraft uh, keeper league that I've had for probably eight years with a bunch of old coworkers. And uh, it was just one night. Uh, we two of our, three of us got together and it was like, you know, we all have somebody we each want. Let's let's try to pull a trigger on it. And it was actually the only time I've ever done a three way trade. That's hard to pull off. It is. It's a lot of communication that's got to happen. It is. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's an extra person to make happy. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but it, we made it work, and we still talk about, hey, remember that time we did that three-team trade? That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we, we had one, uh, who did you acquire in that three-way trade? I don't remember. You don't remember? No. Nope. You just remember it was three teams? I just remember it was three teams. Okay, that's fair. It was epic. Um, I remember the trade you and I made that was uh, sitting in this very sitting in this very basement during the draft. Draft night. Yep. And I tra- I was trying to get rid of Julio Jones, mm-hmm. and I believe I you gave me three seconds and Stefan Diggs. Correct. And I thought, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then I... I mean, that wasn't the big moment. The big moment was I turned around and traded Stefan Diggs and I think one five and one of the seconds for for Hopkins. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a good moment. For you. I don't really know. Yeah, for me, that was good. I don't really know how that happened. And that was trying to get out from under Julio Jones, who turned out to still be solid, uh-huh. like he hasn't fallen off. That was a couple of years ago. But And if I remember, I wanted Julio to stack him with Matt Ryan. Correct. Which was smart. Yeah. Yeah. Smart move. I'm a fan of stacking. Yeah. I don't seek it out. It no. just happens. Right. Um, I mean, I have Ben Roethlisberger everywhere, and so if I end up with a Steeler, then that's that's what happens. So, um, How about best worst team? So I've got my best championship moment right off the top of my head. My first mm. ever dynasty championship It was that 10-team standard. Yeah. And it's two-week championships, so... It's the com- combination from the two weeks, from week 15 and 16. Okay. And so I met up with a few guys from the league, including our friend that moved to China, who was who <laughs> I was playing against, and we met up in Champs in Richfield. Mm-hmm. Great, great location. It's not there anymore, but it was, a, it was a good place to watch football. And I remember Teddy Ginn Jr. for the Panthers was my flex, who I'd picked up midseason. I'm a Buckeye fan, as you know. And I remember watching on that screen as he caught his second touchdown of the game. And as my flex is racking up touchdowns, 
our friend who moved to China actually stormed out by halftime of the first games <laughs> because he was so angry. And the only reason I went to watch games with him was because I couldn't do it week two of the matchup right. because it was too late in the matchup. If I was going down, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. So week like the first week of the championship matchup, I was like, all right, I can, I can handle watching this. Mm. And it was glorious. And then week two of the matchup, was I was going through, I mean, from week one to week two of the matchup, I was going through a breakup at the time. Oh, sure. Very, you know, traumatic as breakups tend to be. So you lean on fantasy football, I get it. Right, yeah. and that week two, I remember watching the Sunday night game. It was Cardinals-Eagles, and David Johnson was just destroying everyone. Mm. It was the game where he had four touchdowns and was just stiff-arming people down the line. Like, it was glorious and i remember just thinking you know my heart deserves this yeah. <laughs> and uh you know it's about how you build the team too i mean mm-hmm. that was a team that i had built <clears throat> through the draft and you know you and i think have both built teams through the draft built teams mm-hmm. through trades yep. and there's something about building that team through the draft that just feels feels so good yeah you know it also feels good what um my favorite team i uh just I I bought a team, uh, open spot in the league, and uh, a lot of times if you don't know anybody, it's just like a website you go to. Everybody in that league is gonna pounce on you. They're gonna want to throw you offers. They're gonna see what you made of. Oh, I can't try wait to, for us to talk trade offers. Try That's to gonna take, be hilarious. Try to take advantage of you. Like let's see what this new guy's all about. <laughs> I had a, it was a horrible team, and I made some savvy trades. I acquired some draft picks. And I actually won it that year. And what league was this? Is this the league with me? No, no, no. This is a, a league that I one of my many leagues that I'm you're not in anymore. You're talking about a league you're not in with me. Yeah, I am. But this okay, is my that's all right. this is my favorite. That's okay. This was my favorite. Team all right, ever, that's though. fine. I'll let it slide. So, I won that year. It was awesome. And then the next year, I made a couple more trades, and I ended up winning back to back. So at this point, I've been frozen. Right. Everybody, no one's And this is a it. dynasty. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I, yeah, you keep everybody. So you're so, excommunicated. Yeah. I, nobody's, nobody's responding to any trades. Um, I make a comment on the website. Nobody says a word. And third season rolls around. And I am like six and oh, right. <laughs> and uh, on it's MFL on the website. So you can give mes- leave messages for somebody individually, sure. right? Slide in those DMs. Yeah. Right. So somebody actually uh, put it out to everybody when it should have been to one person <laughs> that they want to talk to the commissioner about having me out of the league. Wow. Yeah. Like you're a ringer. Yeah. Like I'm some kind of professional fantasy football players. So I mean I, there is a there is a point where you perform so well mm-hmm. that people think you know something they don't know. Yeah. And they think if you offer a trade it must be right. so lopsided. I, I, that... They they think that this guy's just trying to hose me, you know, take take all my good players. So I changed my name to Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> I actually proceeded to win that third year as well. And then I left the league. I just quit. You won a, three years in a row yep. and then dropped the mic and walked out? Yep. I said, wow. screw you guys. That is the... Remember, we're keeping this clean. Rem- that is... 
I'm sorry, I said boo to you guys. <laughs> that is... <clears throat> so I went out on top. Wow. Yeah. You're Peyton Manning. Pretty much. Wow. That's, that's epic. Yeah. That's a great feeling. It was a lot of fun. Wow. I don't think I could ever walk away. I'd want that one more. No. I don't think I could bring myself to do it. But if you were already getting flack and they're mm-hmm. not trading with you and not responding, that kind not, of makes nothing. it tough. And they were, they were trying to oust me, so I went out on my own terms. That is... That's awesome. It was a lot of fun. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, how about players you own the most? Or that you never draft? So players you're obsessed with having to have, uh-huh. historically or currently, players that you never draft. I can start us off if you want. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Want. Yeah. Currently, my obsession, I, I have a rookie problem right now. This is well documented. It's well documented. I was just helping my buddy with a draft with two simultaneous drafts as you got here yeah, tonight. multitasking. And you, you saw me help him make picks. Mm-hmm. Justice Hill, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly obsessed. Yeah. He's really fast. Uh, and I think... Uh, you know, and, and, I, I'm no expert, but I hear that helps. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that'll help. Fast. I think that'll help. Um, and so I've got a lot of justice, so I've pretty much gotten him ever I possibly can. Um, across all my leagues, I've got a lot of Dallas Goddard. I mm-hmm. think he is just going to be an absolute monster, mm-hmm. stud and a half. Um, and I've got Ertz in a lot of those places, too. Sure. Um, in fact, the one that I won and I have Ertz, I wish I could trade because I'd be trying to acquire Dallas Goddard, but I I can't trade, which is it's a good problem to have. We actually had that draft two nights ago, so or, yeah, two nights ago, we so did. we could talk about that at some point. Yeah. Um, but I, th- and I think historically, I was, I was a big Jimmy Graham in the first round guy there oh, yeah. for, a couple, for a couple years, at least... Uh, redraft wise and I took him in the startup of that original 10 team standard mm-hmm. and then Des Bryant I had Des Bryant everywhere I knew you sneak him in I had to somewhere I had to um you know I I write his name with like hearts around it in my in my little notebook um often and it makes me sad that he's not playing right now you yeah. know he's just such an angry little man you know and and, uh, I would love for you to call him that to his face. Well, no, I wouldn't because he's so angry. He would destroy me. Little man. Um, yeah, you're right. That was a silly thing to say. But he was awesome. <laughs> and, you know, there's something about having those Cowboys guys and knowing you're going to be watching them on Thanksgiving Day. And sure. that's just takes it up a notch for me, too. Mm-hmm. So I think those are my... Those are my go-to guys. As far as guys that I would... Well, do you want to talk about your your always guys? And then I, I can I give you the guys that I hate. My all-time favorite guy was Calvin Johnson. Yeah. I it's absolutely... Megatron. Yeah. yeah. The the rapport he had with Stafford was beautiful. Um, I honestly think he could still be playing. And he would still be my favorite he player. He probably could. Yeah. Um, you and Andrew Luck on it. I... I did have him on that team. Um, I don't know if I drafted him or not. The three in a row team? No, the... Uh, the original. The 12 and 0. Okay, the 12 and 0. <laughs> I know he was on, and I was really, really sad that he retired, but I got it. I understood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but currently, I, I believe I have the most shares of Julian Edelman. Um, I know you were really angry when I took him in the world... Empire League. I wasn't angry, but I sniped you. You you did. You commented on yeah. it. 
yeah. angry is the wrong word. Yeah, I can't hate you for sniping. That means I, you know, was thinking the right way if you were doing it too. And I thought the same thing. Sure. I'm justified in who right. I took. Because yeah. I don't have him a lot of places, but he felt like a safe pick. And uh, especially in PPR leagues. Yeah. He's Brady's best buddy. He's his binky. He's Brady's safety, safety blanket. blanket. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, and the guy grows an amazing beard. He does. Speaking of angry, he's got an edge to him. Yeah. Yeah. So could, I could be the steroids. I've always been a, a big fan of of Edelman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my the guy on my do not draft list, he just retired, so I don't have to worry about it. Is uh, is Doug Baldwin? I've heard you mention that before. I I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> Uh, I've never drafted him. Anybody who offers him up in a trade, I never talked to him again. I just, I just wow. never liked the guy. It seems extreme. Yeah, it was extreme. And I, it's not really justified at all. I just never liked him. Okay. But uh, my all-time least favorite would be Jay Cutler. Yeah, Jay Cutler's rough. Yeah. And I, I know I have to be nice on this, but he always has like a, a, a resting poop face. <laughs> and like you just, just like, like sucked on a lemon yeah just pouting yeah, right you know like somebody you eli know, manning face a little bit yeah only similar up a couple notches right yeah but now he's got a reality show and he's living the dream and right you know um and then marvin jones also he uh he's good for the first three or four weeks sure and then just drop him after. yeah we've we've all been we've all been burned 28 points, 30 points, 28 points, three. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, off the top of my head, uh, nope, I lost it. <laughs> it uh, T.Y. Hilton. I had T.Y. Hilton one season on one redraft team, and I took him, you know, second round mm-hmm. where you'd take a top wide receiver and and it was the year he was hurt <clears throat> off and on, and he didn't do anything. And I don't think I've drafted drafted him anywhere since. He's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of feels like if I'm counting on him, he won't do anything. And yeah. the second I bench him or trade – because he's also, you know, I think I'm sending a message to the guys on my team. Like, right. I'm benching you, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Turns out that it doesn't work because you, they don't care. You about... need to prove me something. Right. I'm, you need to show I, me. I get emotional and I yeah. get tied in and yeah, they don't uh they don't do it for me. I, I also had the same experience with uh I uh, CJ Spiller was one <laughs> where he was supposed to be the guy. Yeah. And I drafted him third overall back when I did that with running backs mm-hmm. and he just was the biggest bust ever and it's it's rough it's really rough yeah and so those are a couple guys off the top of my head i'm trying to think of who the guys are that i avoid in dynasty as far as recently goes i'm having a hard time i guess i haven't been you know in dynasty it's so much easier to get rid of the guys Mm -hmm. that are really driving you nuts because there's so much more you can do as far as future assets being Mm -hmm. traded and it's true and um you know, the idea of getting guys that you like and having them on your team forever, you can kind of tug at somebody's heartstrings a little bit, you know. It's, it's your team, you're the you're the GM. And when I traded away Russell Wilson and Frozen this past year, mm-hmm. that was because our buddy loves Russell Wilson, and yeah. I knew that. And the second I decided I was targeting, who'd I trade him for? 
well, Zach Ertz again, mm-hmm. um, um, as part of the deal, I knew I could get him to to throw me a lot for for Russell Wilson. Actually, now that I think about it, Russell Wilson's probably on that list too. He's he's disappointed me in some spots. Has he? Well, this year I have a lot of shares of him. Do you? Yeah. Okay. A lot of my redraft leagues. He was just always available when I needed a, a quarterback, and I got him. It's funny how it shakes out that way. It is funny. It is funny how it shakes out that way. Actually, Todd Gurley, you know, I've had a roller coaster with him. I think everybody has. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he won me that first championship. End of his rookie year, he and mm-hmm. David Johnson went on that tear. That was probably the best rookie draft I've ever had. And then the next couple of years, it was like, I'm counting on you. What are you doing? Right. Frozen last year, I started him. All year, he got me to a great point, and then where was he when I needed him? Now I turned out to, I won the championship, so ultimately it was yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Todd Gurley's definitely been on that list for, for me as well. So, it's uh, it's tough, you know, because it shouldn't be, one of the podcasts I listen to, they comment on, you know, you can't, you can't replay last year. You can't right. think about the pet. you got to project for the future, and it is tough. Yeah, and I don't do a very good job of it. I get too emotional, and I, I'll drop a guy and be like, "Ha!" Mm-hmm. and you know nobody cares. Somebody picks him up, and then they're happy. So. Yeah, you know, and I've always been asked because I a lot of people know my proclivity for having a lot of fantasy football leagues and teams, so they always ask me. They say, "Dave, what do you do when you have Antonio Brown in two leagues, and you're playing him in three leagues? It's like you want him to score a bunch of points, but then you don't want him to score." You know what I say to that? This season's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It goes back to when I went 12-0. and 0. You know, it's okay to lose a week. As long as you know you have a good team, right. that's all that matters. And, you know, bye weeks, anything can happen, too. Yep. Middle of the season, you're mm-hmm. missing that one stud who's been a rock for you. Yep. And it just doesn't end up, doesn't end up the same way. Um, you know, we played each other in... We played each other in that league that you beat me in last year. You had Antonio Brown. I had him in the other league that I won the championship in. Yep. If he hadn't played as well for me, I might not have. You know, I might not have won. And then I maybe I beat you in the other one. Uh-huh. So it all ends up leveling out. And um, you know, you can't. Uh, I I figure you you're trying to put together the best players on every team you have that are going to go off every week. And if you start trying to get into well, I'm starting this guy, but I'm playing against him, so I don't think he's going to play well, so I'm going to bench him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because you're better off starting him, and then he's on your team, he's going to do well, because what if you bench him, he goes off yeah. for who you're playing against in another league, and now you're doubly It's a double whammy. Mad. Yeah. You, know? you don't want that to happen. No. no. You don't want double whammies. <laughs> That's That doesn't work out well for anybody. So... So let's see, we've mentioned redraft leagues, we've mentioned dynasty leagues. There's probably some people, well, probably you guys listening know that there's a lot of different kind of formats out there. And uh, me and Ralph have actually uh, dove into a, a brand new format that's new to us. We have. We've dabbled. Uh, it's called a Vampire League. It is. And uh, when I first heard about it, I think it was last year, I'm like, this is the This is genius. Um, basically with a vampire league, it's a 12 team league. Um, one team is chosen as a vampire. So, uh, the first 11 teams will draft like a normal draft and the 12th team gets the pick of everybody who's not drafted. 
and where vampire comes in is if you happen to lose to the vampire team whatever player they want of yours that you started they'll take and they'll swap out that same position so the genius is if you don't want to risk losing your stud player you sit them and risk losing to the vampire team which seems like a dangerous game yes because so that, you don't want that loss right honestly i'll be honest that's this is the first time i've heard of that potential strategy of your week you play the vampire team you start scrubs really is that even allowed yeah that's the first thing it's got to be frowned upon well i mean think about it though because I, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I'll, I'll pull it up here. We can actually go through kind of our rosters and what yeah. our thought process was. Because there's some structural things to that, mm -hmm. to that roster construction that um, is definitely uh, a, little, a little different that you have to think about. But you don't want to be that guy that loses to the vampire team. No, you don't. That's got all the runs that no one else wanted. It's because basically the it's a Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, that was my team name in our high school league last year. So that's where you're going with that. <laughs> See, I got it. All it. comes back. Um, boy, that was that was a rough team. A lot of injuries. Um, so, <laughs> so as far as the roster construction goes, you you are not. Let's see, the vampire team. Oh, I pulled up guillotine, not vampire. Oh, we can we, talk about we that can get to that too. too. But awesome. um, but we the the in the vampire league, you are not allowed to make roster moves. Correct. Is that the one? No waiver ads. Unless you have somebody on IR. Unless it's IR and someone retire. else and someone else has to also have IR, so you're competing right. on waivers for somebody. So there has to be a bidding war. Yes. Which is which is tricky. But basically you have to plan it as it's almost like you're planning it it's almost like you're planning it as best ball. Mm -hmm. Where you have to have your I believe you have to have your two defenses, your two kickers, because you might not get to replace. And right. on the bye week, you don't want to be, you don't want to be without. That's true. Um, do you remember your team well enough to comment on how it yeah, I can pull went? It. But I can I can pull it up now. Um, so going into the draft, you know, you want to make sure that you are thinking about those kind of things. I mean, I'm I don't remember off the top of my head, but you know, someone like. Um, uh, someone like uh, Zeke, who's having issues and he's holding out, is a very risky move because mm -hmm. you could end up taking him high and end up not having him, and that makes things really rough. There's yours if you wanna if you wanna address yours first. Oh yeah. So what I, was what was your thought process? Run us run us through. And I don't remember what pick I had. I'm not sure. Um. But my well, my, who was your first pick? Maybe we can dissect this a little bit. We uh, can probably figure it out. Because I believe uh, I, mean, I I believe I was five. Actually, you know what? I had the first pick in this league. You I did. You had the first I overall pick. That's right. Me being such a a trade guy, I threw it out there. I said, "Hey, willing to move the first pick? Who wants to talk?" And then everyone's like, "Uh, dummy, we can't." Trade. I did this. I literally did the same yeah. thing. Hey, fifth pick is available. Because right. I'm thinking I could trade back. Right. Idiot. So I uh, I went with Kamara. Solid. Um, who I think is going to have a better season than Barkley. That's just my. Um, you figure the offense is in. He's yes. safer. Yeah. Okay. I, I figure uh, sophomore slump is going to happen. Um, 
Not a bad thought. So I and also um, I wanted to go with two really good at Russell Wilson. I have in this league of as course. a <laughs> as a quarterback. Um, so I really wanted to go solid, two solid running backs, two solid wide receivers. I didn't want to, you know, slack in one and try to make up for it in the other. So um, I've got Kamara. you want a more consistent team. Yeah, I want to yeah. be consistent all the way across. And speaking of consistent, we have eighteen total players. Um, I have two quarterback, two tight end, two kickers, two defense, and five each of running back and wide receiver. So I kept it uniform all throughout. And I'm pretty sure mine ends up looking the same way because yeah. that's it. Just makes the most sense based on how things are. And I have Edwin on this team as well. well there you so, go. See, practice what you preach. I huh? think it's safe to say man crush. Yeah. A um, bit. and I believe this is also PPR. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have Fournette and I have Kamara as my running backs. Uh, and then I have Antonio Brown and Edelman as uh, my wide receivers. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're not my... worried about Antonio Brown as much as others may be, but I, I'm but not... you didn't take him too early. It was probably third round. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Well, you had the turn, you right. had the second two, three turn. I believe I went Fournette and Brown at the turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm actually, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I, I don't think that the Vampire team is going to beat my lineup. I think it's safe to say. I'm glad. And yeah. I, well, we can go through what the Vampire team looks like after I go through my team. Because yeah, honestly, I have not looked at the Vampire team yet. This will be very exciting. I don't think I have either. I know that because in that league, there's three conferences. Right, so it's 36 total teams. Right. It's pretty massive. It's a lot. It's so, kind of ridiculous. And our conference drafted last out of the three, so I was able to see what the Vampire did in the other two conferences, and I believe Foles was the quarterback. Right, I mean, that seems like teams. a pretty, seems like it's going to be a pretty common yeah. uh, Vampire quarterback. And so. I even made uh, a suggestion. I volunteered to be the Vampire. <laughs> I think I did too. I think a lot of people volunteered to be the vampire, and I think that was probably why it had to be random yeah. because so many people volunteered. Yeah. So I was I opened the floodgates, and then this other guy gave this long speech about that he wanted to do it, and then someone else chimed in, and the camera was just like, you know what, we'll just do it randomly. I mean, I kind of feel like it would be a good challenge, you know, it, for. Yeah. It's the same reason why I'm trying not to join any more, you know, twelve team PPR short roster mm-hmm. leagues. Yeah. Because there's a point where why do I keep joining the same league over and over again and right. do well in them, like add some challenge and get yeah. some different things going. Yeah. So I um so my strategy I, I looked a lot at bye weeks and specifically I looked at um the matchups on the bye week. So for example, I ended up taking the Bears defense and I looked at their bye week and found that the Cowboys, a pretty common defense this year that people are looking at as having some good matchups. Um I don't remember who it was, but they must play like the Redskins or the, you know, they've got a bad pretty yeah. bad division. So they they had a good matchup on the bye week of sure. the Bears who I wouldn't bench otherwise. Patrick Mahomes, I think I took second round, which I was I felt like it could be a reach, but you yeah. never feel bad having Mahomes right. on your team. Um, 
And on his bye week, Mitch Trubisky is playing against a team with a bad defense. Again, I don't remember exactly who it is. So I was looking at those kind of matchups. Sure. Uh, the one thing that bummed me out in this league was tight end. I didn't realize we did have to start a tight end because this league is commissioned by the same guy who does the World Empire League, right. which is kind of a different format we can get to. Yeah. And there was no tight end required right. in that league. And so you and I, you, I, I listened to you, and you told me, no, you don't need a tight end. Yep. And I am a draft tight ends high kind of a guy. Yep. I take them very high, and That's I take true. a lot of them. Um, I actually, well, I told you about the one where I draft. Well, we'll talk about that at some point. It's a tight end kind of crazy <laughs> lineup choice. But, but anyway, so I ended up with Trey Burton at tight end, and then TJ Hawkinson. But Hawkinson, I think, could end up being good enough that he could be my starter every week so correct so my lineup looks like Mahomes and Trubisky and then at running back I've got Sony Michelle Carrion Johnson Carlos Hyde Justice Hill Daryl Henderson and Kenyon Drake Drake was the pick I didn't feel super great about I think right. he was in a walking boot when I made that pick and I, I didn't believe, yeah. yeah yeah he seems good to go now yeah he's good um Carlos Hyde seems to have stumbled his way into a decent situation i mean he at least will get some run on a good offense mm -hmm. so i kind of lucked out and you there. got a couple rookies in there with your hey justice hill what do you know with your love for rucky what do you know justice hill i can't believe it um that's actually mm -hmm. one of the uh first times i've gotten carry on johnson i do not own a lot of carry on johnson um wide receivers deandre hopkins i took at five overall and then chris godwin dj moore and curtis samuel again dj moore Chris Godwin didn't really have them anywhere, mm -hmm. so I kind of went out of my comfort zone, but those are guys that I wanted to get some shares of. Curtis Samuel, again, I'm a Buckeye fan, so yeah. all this hype about him, I kind of want to buy in sure. because I'm excited, and if he's good, that just seems fun to me. And in the PPR format, they're going to catch right. a lot of balls. Right. It'll be interesting to see if uh, – is um, – is Newton healthy right now? Yeah. He's looking like he's going to he play and everything. He just broke the world record for one-handed catches in a minute. Cam Newton? Yeah. Interesting. I just read that. Okay. So, Wilger, you're starting and 50, he's going to play wide receiver? 51. <laughs> okay. That's weird. I don't really know what to make of that. <laughs> you're, you threw me off. Anyway, to my kickers, um, Robbie Gould, uh, he kicks in good weather for a good offense. And then Aldrich Rosas, he was my kicker last year for one of my championship teams. So mm -hmm. I kind of have an emotional attachment to Aldrich Rosas. You just like saying his name. Aldrich Rosas. But, you know, the other thing about kickers is that... I've I've backed Neil Rackers. I'm I'm a guy who thinks the kickers should be on fantasy rosters. I do not like the push to get rid of kickers. Yeah. And I feel strongly about kickers on good offenses, yes, but I also think there's something to be said for offenses that move the ball but can't get it done getting it into the end zone. Yes. And the Cardinals were exactly that way mm -hmm. when Neil Rackers kicked for them, <clears throat> and they were settling for field goals all the time, and their defense was good enough that they were holding the other team. And I think that's really, if you can find that sweet spot, that's really key. And I think Aldrich Rosas is, well, that defense isn't good. But mm -hmm. I, I, I think they're in a lot of ways that offense is going to be similar where they're going to be... I don't trust Eli Manning to get the job done, right. but they're going to move the ball, mm -hmm. Saquon and everything. So, um, yeah, so that's my squad. Now, which one is the – do you know which one is the vampire? I guess we could probably yeah, figure it, it out facing on – Count in it. Count JD. It must be because guess who the quarterback is? 
Oh, no. No, it can't be. Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley. That team's too good. How about... This is great podcasting right here. <laughs> so as filler, I can say I found where I saw the one-handed catch thing. Okay. Do you know who previously had the record? Who? It was 48 shared by two. Jarvis Landry. Sounds about right. And Brady Quinn. <laughs> Brady Quinn. Isn't that something? That's a disappointing player I could add to my list. Yeah. So Newton had 51 and he broke the record of 48. So I'm having a hard time here figuring out who is the vampire because these teams have too many studs on them. The vampire shouldn't have... It's got to be this one. This is it. Look at those running backs. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Okay, for sure. So the skinwalkers. All right. So the vampire... Let's let me hear you assess this team here, uh, here, Dave. So we got quarterback Derek Carr, Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it could be worse. It, it could that's, be worse. That's not terrible. And the nice thing is they're not on the same bye week, so that helps. Um, let's jump down here. We got one kicker, one defense. That's going to be tough. We got Hauschka and the Colts. And they're Yikes! On the, and they're on the same bye. And week. they're on the same bye. That's going to be a little brutal. Um, tight end, you got Eifert and Olson. Team uh, IR right there. Team IR. Yeah. Um, you got running backs. Here we go. C.J. Anderson, Gus Edwards, Ito Smith. What do you think about that? I think Ito Smith is probably his best bet. Um, <laughs> well, when Gus Edwards and C.J. Anderson uh, are your yeah, other choices. Yeah, Freeman's backup. That's, I mean, unless ouch. we're not playing in 2018, we're playing in 2019. Right. So these guys are pretty much gone. Um, and then we have a 1,000 wide receivers on this team. I, I wonder if they understand. It seems like there were some oversights here. I mean, a couple of these guys I like. Boy, I love J.J. Arthago Whiteside. But uh, we got Allison, Jaws, Beasley, Ginn, Goodwin, Hamilton, D.K. Metcalf, Myers, and Jacoby Myers, and Demarius Thomas. How'd they know to draft Demarius Thomas? They must have just taken a guess. Well, anyway, that's a lot of wide receivers, and yeah. they can only start so many. I don't right. remember as far as the starters go. I feel like there's several flexes maybe, but that's a rough team. Which makes sense, because they're the vampire. Now, how do you feel about playing that team? I can't imagine losing to that team. I Yeah, I'm, my confidence levels are high. I mean, Especially I... Especially if it's on week six, I'll be pretty good. I feel as though a little bit different roster construction and that and that vampire team could have been in, better, in a better situation. It's just too many wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at the waivers, but my guess is the running backs are pretty, pretty donezo, but... Anyway, so that's the Vampire League. I'm pretty excited about it. It would have been... I should have looked and see who all was left. I had so much going on. Just to see who was left and who he had to choose from. I mean, I literally had five drafts going on during this one. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know... And then, of course, the school year starting. So getting ready for that. But, um, yeah, I'd be curious to see. Um, So how about the World Empire League? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the what's the format there? You've this guy that organized these wrote a book about the 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 format and the, the history yeah. and the the lineups and it's he's thorough if nothing else. And he's also one to not let week seventeen go to waste. Um, so he's got all these uh, bowls that you can play for. Not just week 17, throughout the year. That's I mean, true. this first matchup, the winner gets like their survivor pools tied in as yeah. like bonus. I mean, it's pretty, 
it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but the premise here is you got 20 teams. Yes. And it's a it's an Empire League, so yep. it has a rolling pot. Yep. But what's the unique aspect? Unique aspect here, there's actually two. Um, for one, it's best ball setup, where you can pretty much Which just, I did not know when I drafted. You just found out. I just found out. Surprise. <laughs> uh, where basically you set your lineup, and that's it. It just takes a scoring of your top players. Um, and best ball is actually really good for newer players who are just getting into it. Um, the other interesting aspect to this is um, the worst team in that league, uh, once the year is over, they're done. And it's over with. And their remaining players actually go in to the draft the next year. So... Um, it's not just you you lose your last place there's always next year. It's you lose and you're done. And I didn't even think about that aspect. Clearly you pay attention more than the more than I do for these, but I didn't even think about the aspect of the following rookie draft. You have a full team's worth of players. So yeah. you could have some real studs yeah. available and that pushes you know how I love mm-hmm. rookies, right. pushes them back. Exactly. Although I'm pretty sure I traded you at least one or two of my rookie picks in this league because I had guys I still wanted. But I ended up trading them away anyways. Oh, well there you go. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's it's definitely interesting and it's it's similar to it's basically the year long version of the guillotine league, which we can get to, but yeah. Yeah, that idea of that worst team, you know, it's that thing where if you're the worst team getting cut you feel real bad about yourself. Right. And I I kind of feel like the team that gets booted must have had major injuries they're dealing with. Because, I, I mean, sometimes you just have a couple studs mm-hmm. get injured and you can't overcome it. And that's probably what's going to end up happening. I was not as happy about my formation of this team as the Vampire. I felt real good about Vampire. I felt real good about my guillotine yeah, team construction. Oh, I got it pulled up. Oh. So, I started, I I am from Cleveland, so I love, like, Baker Mayfield, I'm all in, but there's something about starting a startup with him that feels a little dirty, and it just feels like it was a stretch, and I just feel like there's that possibility that he's just not going to do what I want him to do. Right. And so I started with, I don't remember what pick I had, but I, I took Odell Beckham pretty high, and I believe I took Baker on the turn because Mahomes and Luck, thank goodness, were gone. Yeah. And so I started Baker and Beckham. <clears throat> and then as it went on, I you know, it's a 20-team league, so it's real deep. And so it is, you know, you're waiting a long time. This was also the one where... We don't have to start a tight end. You can start him in your fl- in your flex, but right. you don't have to. And so I took O.J. Howard higher than I would have preferred. Um, you know, and I've got some running backs here that have definitely upped in value since this draft. But, you know, then a couple that didn't take. And I probably should look at the waiver wire because I haven't. Because we waivers are allowed in this one, right? Yes. Not that you know looking at my team. I do believe you probably have the record for most rookies on your team. I usually do. I'm pretty obsessed. Um, 
my fiance's brother pointed out in Frozen that uh, half my team is rookies yeah. and I just continue trading for more. And that's accurate. Um, so my roster looks like this. Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G at quarterback. Um, running back, Bruce Anderson, Ooh. who isn't cur- Hey, I was big on Bruce Anderson. <laughs> he currently isn't on a team. It's very unfortunate. Mike Boone, uh, Minnesota uh, third stringer. Yep. Uh, Demario Crockett. Oh, apparently he got cut. That's good to know. All right. Uh, Quadri Allison for Atlanta. Tony Pollard. There we go. Uh, Devin Singletary, Darwin Thompson. Uh, that is a rough group. Yeah. That's a rough group. But Singletary and Pollard could save me earlier in the early in the year for sure. Yeah, but it's not like Zeke's coming back. So. Yeah, but you never know. Mm. Well, like you, like I said, I'm an Ohio State fan. I've seen Zeke be real weird. So. You never know. So obviously that is not yeah. a very strong. But I also, you know, I prioritize taking Jimmy Garoppolo when I could have been taking running backs because it's a 20-team league and those right. quarterbacks dry up soon and I didn't want to be at without a second quarterback. So, And I think Jimmy G is going to do well. Um, wide receiver Beckham, Boykin, your boy Julian Edelman, yep. Jalen Hurd, Terry McLaurin, uh, and Jacoby Myers. Tight end, Mark Andrews and O.J. Howard. And I think, you know, Mark Andrews is going to catch a lot of passes, so I feel okay about that. Uh, you heard of this guy? Aldrich Rosas. Oh, I think I've heard of him, yeah. yeah. And then the Buffalo Bills defense. Now, this was... Oh, you know what? Jarek McKinnon I took early, too. Oh, yeah. And now he's on IR, and I don't know why. Speaking of guys that I hate drafting, yeah, Jarek McKinnon's on that list. He's actually right up there. Yeah, he's up there. So... You know, this is a rough team. Now, I think the f- most fun thing about your team, when I'll turn this around so you don't have to be standing over me while you're looking at yours, but, I mean, it's fine, stand over me. But I think the most fun thing about yours is the defense situation. Yeah. What happened there, Dave? So, I don't have a defense. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. There and your are... kicker plays for Cincinnati. <laughs> So I have always, uh, anytime I have a draft, my kicker and defense are the last two that I take. It's a good strategy. I always mean to do that, and it's hard because sometimes there's just the guy I want. Yeah, I did take Chicago early. Yeah, so I have always done it, and I will still do it to this day. I don't care what anybody says. Um, But then it all goes back to actually reading what the – bylaws are of the league and uh so i ended (laughs) there was a run on defense and that run didn't make it to me um so there's teams with two defenses there's one guy with i I was gonna say the problem is not two defenses there's one guy with three defenses and because not everybody was gonna get two right but hoarding them is right and then what happened to cut time dave Time to cut those rosters down. What happened with the defenses? Everybody held on the defenses. Which, because you wanted to trade for one, and I, I said, Dave, be patient, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to cut down. When we have to cut down rosters, somebody will cut a defense. They're not going to hold five nope. defenses. I mean, I even have a roster spot open waiting, waiting for a defense. For a defense. <laughs> I just... And yet, <clears throat> here we are. Yep. So I... Um... Being that it was an Empire League, I wanted to go for a couple young players. I do have a couple um, rookies in my lineup. Um, 
with my quarterbacks, I've got Jared Goff, uh, who's actually working on an extension with the Rams right now, so that's going to make him a lot of money. <clears throat> I also have Daniel Jones. Okay. Uh, who's turning some heads in, in the preseason. And I got Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I, I love Teddy ball game. Goes back Long to the term. Viking. Long-term um, play, sure. Yeah, big, big Vikings How old is game. he? Is he pushing 30? He's uh, been in the league a while now. 26, 27. Okay, late 20s. I'm aging him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right. Um, a horrible injury he went through. And to, to come back from what he came back from, uh, it's yeah, pretty people awesome. acted like he shouldn't <clears throat> walking basically yeah he, he should have lost his leg but quick thinking by the train department yeah it's pretty um bad. my defense i or my defense i don't have my no uh, you, t- my silly comment. you don't have a defense my running backs uh levion bell i took a chance okay uh nick chubb i'm a, I'm a big fan yeah big fan of nick chubb um and at the time i didn't know it was best ball but i'm glad it is um because I have Miles Gaskins, rookie running back, Dolphins. Frank Gore. Did he make the team? Is he still on the Dolphins? It's, it's showing MIA in Miami, okay. so we'll right. see. Uh, he might be MIA, that's true. <laughs> Frank, uh, I got Frank Gore. Okay. Uh, he's. I don't think he's ever going to retire. He's going to be playing. Is he older than us? He's the equivalent of Fred Jackson. Remember yeah. Fred Jackson? Yeah, he played forever. Boy, they're like the same guy. Yeah. I hadn't even made that connection. I just thought of that. They're the same guy. He was a fun guy to have on teams back in the day. You just knew he was going to come in, do his job. Yeah. Like Gore. Right. Um, And then I've got Doug Martin, who I believe is on IR. Is that right? Maybe. Uh, I I think he died. He died? Muscle (laughs) hamster's dead? (laughs) Yeah. May you rest in peace. And And then I have AP, Adrian Peterson. Okay. You went old. I went. I am. I'm old. Got, got some old guys. I got some old guys, and I got some youth, so it evens out. Sure. Um, you got like the players, and then you got their dads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got the generations team. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it though. Uh, my wide receivers. I've got Dion Kane uh, from Indy. I've got Adam Humphreys, Tennessee. I've got Cooper Cup, uh, who I'm always a big fan of. Sure. And uh, DK Metcalf, who I think is going to have a really great season this year. Uh, he is going to make those Seahawks fans forget about Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your opinion, that's not a hard thing to do either. It's not. No. Right. Um, I've also got Hunter Renfro okay. in uh, Oakland. Uh, Justin Watson, who? Tampa Bay. Yeah. Is he um, going to get to play? It's probably not. Yeah, it's not looking good. Last year he had one point in 2008. Wow. So One solid um, point. I took a chance on Kevin White. Um, in Arizona, they were saying a lot of good things. 20-team league, shot, take were, a shot, you they know? They were saying the right things. He's got the draft pedigree. Yeah, so I want to give him a chance, but he's, he gone. <laughs> and, uh, and then I got Tyra Williams as my wide receivers. So I honestly, in this league, I didn't have any kind of strategy. Um, I, uh, just thought I took who would be best suited. I, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers with the bye weeks, um, and then I have Noah Fant. I took a flyer on him since mm-hmm. it's a dynasty. Sure. Um, uh, Denver's tight end. And as you mentioned, Bullock as my kicker from Cincy. Um, so yeah. And what I always try to do with my kickers and my defense, not only do I draft them last, I also try to go with the latest bye week as possible. 
so I don't have to worry. That's true. About streaming them. Um, I can just wait till week 11 or week 12 and then worry about it. So Robbie Gold with the uh, week four bye. No, you you want wouldn't him. want to be dealing with that. No. Darn it. I wouldn't even want Robbie Gold, period. Whoa. Just saying. Shots fired. I am hurt and offended. And hurt. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that how that league mm-hmm. goes. And you you know <clears> this you know this guy that started this league is this is this league full of people who know what they're doing or is it more new people? Because it's pretty intense for people that are new. But he seems like he has quite the rolodex of yeah. of uh, folks to join leagues. People yeah, people like uh... you and me who he knows that will join any league that's interesting and yeah. new and starting. So. And if I remember. All right, Dave, moving on. Um, the Guillotine League. Let's talk about it. It's another interesting, <clears throat> scary name, but another interesting format that um, I really enjoyed last year. Last year, we uh, a guy we knew uh, started it for the first time. And the idea here is you've got 17 teams, and it is redraft. You draft your squad, and each week the lowest scoring team is eliminated. They're gone. And their team, they're gone. And their team is put on the waiver wire. So really it's the short-term version of the world empire. Right. um, As I referenced earlier. So the idea here is uh, you really, it's all about not being the worst. And so you don't want to go high risk. You, most people would say you want to go safer off the top of my head, there were some riskier guys that didn't go pretty, you know, didn't go early. I think Melvin Gordon and Zeke probably went a little <clears> bit <throat> later than they normally do. Because if you go too risky and you got some injuries uh, week one, you can you can be done. Um, how'd you do last year? Do you remember? I actually have pulled up. It's funny you mentioned that. I was top six, I believe, last year. I ended up with some nice free agent moves you know you got to bid big on mm-hmm. those free agents I, I remember I bid about a hundred of my two hundred dollars for Kelsey yeah because I ignored tight end in the startup or in the in the the draft um and that was huge and then I had a couple I had Kareem Hunt really let me down yep. carry on got hurt uh, I picked up Golden Tate and that didn't go well with his changing of teams and everything so uh, how'd last year go for you so you were top six I was top seven Really? Yep. Ah, great minds. And I think if I remember correctly, um, if I would have survived that week, I would have had like 30 bucks to bid and everyone else didn't have So you could have gotten anybody you wanted. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's really the problem is you got to decide how you are because if you you save it all and then have an off week, Mm -hmm. what was the point? Right. So, you know, for me, it was Kelsey was good enough to bid high early, mm-hmm. get him on my squad. He was going to help me survive. And if you uh, if you wait too long, it could really bite you. And I know we've got <clears throat> at least one buddy who didn't bid very much, and it kind of ended early for him. Again, we won't do names. but uh... And just to give you a reference <laughs> of uh, what the team looks like that actually won, because you are getting all these players. So the top three, four teams. By the time it's week 16, it's super It's super teams. Stacked. And I never looked at this because so, I was depressed when I got knocked out. So here's the winning team. Let's hear it. You ready? Yep. 
This is from last year. And this is uh, uh, a, a super flex, so you can start two quarterback. Right. And and right away there with a 17-team mm-hmm. initial draft super flex, that's tough because right. not everybody's getting two. I'll touch on that in my – Ready for it. talk about this. So quarterback Mahomes. Okay. Nick Chubb running back. Elliott running back. Devonta Adams wide receiver. Antonio Brown wide receiver. Kelsey tight end. Oh, he got my Kelsey. Barkley at the first flex. Kamara at the second flex. <laughs> and Andrew Locke. <laughs> uh, that that team won it. It's it sounds almost as good as some of our championship teams in other and, dynasty uh, leagues. But... Gurley and Ertz run IR. So just imagine okay. if, if they were Sure, sure. Man. And that's massive. And he had Hopkins. And he had Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Tyreek Who were Kale, riding the pine. And Mar- yeah, and Mac. They were all on the bench. Wow. That's that's crazy. It's stupid. That's insane. Yeah, it's 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 crazy to see how that league ended up at the end. I, I stopped paying attention and what it came down to was I just I didn't manage my money well enough to really compete when we got to that point. Right. And the other teams could bid more than me. Mm-hmm. And get these studs, and I just didn't quite have the juice. Um, but like a lot of these leagues, I had never done it before. You yeah. learn as you go. Sure. Clearly, we both did well for our first attempt at a yeah, guillotine. It wasn't bad. How about this year? We've had the draft. We've had the draft. So first I, game's Thursday. We'll see how it starts off. I can give away my strategy now because we're not... We're done drafting. You know what? I kind of look at it as if people actually listen to this, we're going to be giving away a lot of our strategy. And we're in hey, trouble. If people listen, that's that's a victory, and I could use a challenge. Yeah, definitely. So what my strategy was is I wanted again, like the other team I fo- I formed. I want solid players that can get me through the first couple of weeks. So you don't have to bid early. Right. You can hold on. Yes. Unless, and then bid unless a little there's bit somebody I really want, like Edelman, because he's not on my <laughs> team. Um, so I, and it's two quarterback, and I went uh, quarterback heavy in the beginning. So I've got Deshaun Watson, and I've got Russell Wilson. Okay. So I think I have two of the top, I'll say seven quarterbacks. Yeah, that's solid. I regret not going yep. quarterback heavy. So I think that's going to help me. Yeah. Um, and then I drafted Lamar Miller because I thought he was going to have a great year. Right. He's on the IR, so I got to change that. Right. Uh, so my two running backs, I've got Deion Lewis and I got Philip Lindsay. Okay. With the thinking that I can just replace him in a couple weeks. Sure. Hopefully. They're good enough to get you by. Exactly. You would think. Exactly. Right. Um, you know, maybe the first couple weeks when there's not a buy, you know, I I can start picking people about the buy. Mm-hmm. Um, my wide receivers, I've got Keenan Allen and Galladay. So uh, hoping that they uh, hoping to keep Allen most of the season. Yeah, if he's, him. hopefully he stays healthy. Stays healthy, right? Every time I have him, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it works out better for you. And then uh, Hooper at tight end, and I I always go tight end later. Yep. Because um, I've do. always I've always streamed the tight ends. Um, and then I got Fitzgerald as my first flex, and then Hamilton as my second flex to Sean. Okay. Yep. Uh, on my bench, I've got uh, Gio Bernard, I got McLaurin, and I got, and again, 17 teams, uh, Paul Richardson, and uh, Fant for tight end. 
So couple of, a couple of flyers. Sure. Yeah, a lot of flyers. You don't know who's catching passes in Washington. I mean, no. he could cream could rise to the top. Yeah. So that's so my strategy basically is, you know, solid players to get me through the first couple of weeks cuz nobody wants to go up first. No. Or I, second. It I'd be very embarrassed. And I want to beat yeah. what I did last year. Yeah, obviously, me so. too. I would like to win the whole thing. Right. I'm in a lot of leagues and I got to make up for all the money I put in, so um yeah, so I did not go quarterbacks first. I waited. And yeah, yeah I got it. And it 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 felt I typically my newest thing in dynasty or not in dynasty. My newest thing in superflex is taking a lot of quarterbacks and taking them high. But for something like this, I figured, you know, every team's got at least a quarterback. They're all pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. So after that first few weeks, assuming I survive with the guys I picked that I'll mention in a second, bid get, you know, even a lower level quarterback could just beef me up a little bit. Sure. So I waited on quarterback. I ended up with Roethlisberger, which I'm not mad at. I count on him on a, in a lot of leagues. I mean, every league, I feel like every league I'm in with you, I've got Roethlisberger. I've had him on since that first dynasty. Um, and then Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. I figure that's a nice kind of upside play if he loses his job and Jones keeps looking good. And then Dwayne Haskins, who knows? So I figure those four guys take some shots. Sure. It felt a little weird having that much of my bench because there's only five-man benches. So it felt a little off having two of those spots with quarterbacks. But again, you know, you'll have the opportunity to pick up better guys. Hopefully. Later on. And, you know, if one of those quarterbacks just really doesn't look like they're going to do anything like, you know, maybe Case Keenum comes out and lights the world on fire. And sure. And my, my boy from Ohio State doesn't end up getting any, you know, getting his chance. Then, I, you know, he can he can be booted. But... Uh, but I did go, I started wide receiver, I got Juju, uh, I believe Kittle was my second round pick, mm-hmm. so I went uh, wide receiver tight end. I I regretted the Kittle pick initially, uh, I was talking to Kurt about that quite a bit, and um, you know, I feel better about it now. It's nice to have that tight end locked up. You know, you sure. choose to wait, I really <laughs> like to get one of the best guys and not have to think about it. Yeah. It's just have have that stud and not worry about it at all. So, uh, basically, after that, I went a couple running backs. So, my roster ended up being quarterback, Big Ben, Eli, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones. Running back, I got Sony, Montgomery, who I'm really excited about, um, Carlos Hyde, and Darwin Thompson. Obviously, I was hoping to have the second and third guys in Kansas City and get the opportunity. I'm I'm almost more excited now that Hyde might have more of a chance to start, though, to be honest. If I don't know. I've never been a big Duke Johnson guy. Um, and then I've got um, at wide receiver, I've got Curtis Samuel and Juju. And then some... Um, and then I've got some uh, rookies. So I've got Miles Boykin, I've got Debo, and I've got J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. So I've got some, in my opinion, some upside. I mean, I love Debo. I think he could end up being the guy in San Francisco. Boykins look good. So I've got some upside plays. Yeah, for sure. And uh, honestly, I think that's I think that's good enough to get me through the first few weeks. And then, like, 
all 17 other people were I'm going to be looking forward to hitting that waiver wire and and maybe getting some uh getting some uh you know getting some other getting some other pieces so we'll we'll have to see um how that goes uh as long as we're as long as we're uh, talking about the guillotine you want to hear my lovely fiance's team yeah should we it. should we give her a shout out sure. see how she did so her team is named uh new team 9 um, <laughs> that's who that is it's really it's really well she you know it's it really change it from last year no it really you know it really <laughs> sums up her as a as a lovely as the lovely person she is all right so here's my that's, lovely fiance's she's team. got some flair to that team yeah you know i i like it it's kind of <clears throat> spicy like she is um all right so quarterback she's got uh matt ryan and sam darnold it's pretty darn solid mm-hmm. in, a, in a super flex Running backs, Tariq Cohen, Carrion Johnson, Naheem Hines, Kadri Allison, Jalen Richard. Uh, very serviceable crew. She's big on Tariq Cohen. She's got him in Frozen as well. Um, wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. She took, I believe she had the fifth overall pick. She took Hopkins. And then she's got Pettis, Crowder, Andy, Isabella, David Moore. Is David Moore out for the season? I don't think he's... He's out for a while. I don't, I don't think he's know, out here. Uh, tight end Evan Ingram, which I'd be very happy with. And then she's got Mark Andrews on the bench. She also loves Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's a solid team. She's going to be lasting for a while with that squad. Yeah. Um, she's going to want to pick up a quarterback, though. She uh, she she's is. She's got Donald on week four. so That's true. So she'll have to hit that waiver wire pretty yeah. early, which is... Um, worth noting in fact she's got several early buys she's got carry on johnson week five she's got dante pettis week four mm-hmm. uh heinz week six she's got she's kind of committed to the early buy team so she'll have to definitely d- deal with that but it's uh it should be a healthy waiver wire so she'll be able to she'll be able to get to that so yeah. um yeah so that is the guillotine league i'm feeling confident I don't know how confident I feel compared to others, but like me, yeah. I meant to my my other teams, not oh. compared to you. I try not to compare myself to you, Dave. It just makes me sad when I do. So, Stop. <laughs> um, all right. So final final league we want to talk about. <clears throat> you mentioned the redraft that I am in with my high school friends, which yep. is basically the first league we were in together. Right. It is a redraft league. It is actually an auction league. It's mm-hmm. been an auction not all along, but probably eight years or so it's been an auction, since I want to say. Since auction. you've been doing yeah. it, it's been auction. It's gone on some, it's had some, uh, you know, some ups and downs as far as uh, tweaking some things. It's It's been 10 team. It's been 12 team. It kind of depends. I've had some random dudes kind of join it to fill it out. And it, we seem to kind of mm-hmm. have our stride right now of, of you plus all the guys I went to high school with, but your your grandfather did. Um, not a comment on you being old. I'm just saying. Well, you can say it. I'm up there. So, uh, so it's a ten team super flex um, with two uh, two flexes, and I believe it's like a seven seven man bench. It's a little bit bigger. I think I made the benches a little bit bigger. Looks like eight eight man bench. Yep. Okay. And it is an auction, and we—it's also a keeper league, right? Keeper. So it is two keepers. Next year we're moving to three, and you are keeping. As of now, you kept two players for nine dollars more than they were drafted for, right? And 
it, we call it the Des Bryant rule. It has to be a player you drafted and held for the entire year. Because Hans picked up Des. I dropped him because he was on IR. Hans picked him up for a dollar on the waiver mm-hmm. wire, kept him the next year. <clears throat> Turned out he was washed up, but we didn't know. Called the Des Bryant rule. Right. It was also what led to, well, we, the Kamara story we can save for later. But we had the draft. We have it in the middle of... Uh, we have it in the middle of August when my buddy Hans is in town, and that was a few weeks ago that we had that yep. draft. And uh, I know my strategy kind of fell apart, led to some issues. I look forward to talking about it. Um, but while I get mine pulled up, you want to talk about how your uh, how your auction went? Yeah, and actually, this is the only auction I do. Um, it's your your only auction. Yeah, it's really. My only auction. Okay. I want to do more, um, but I. Every time when I work myself up into auction mode, I always say, Dave, don't get caught up in bidding. Because I've had times where I, I'm trying to stick the guy that I'm bidding with, with the player. You don't want to get, you don't want and, them getting them too cheap. You right. want to make sure they spend more of their money. But you don't want to get stuck with them right. when you overbid. Right. And it's, it's tough. F- it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah. And that's the challenge of an auction though, is knowing... Right. Who to bring up for bid? Is it somebody that you want that you think you're going to get at a deal? Mm-hmm. Is it somebody that you don't want because you want others to spend their money? Like, right. what is the strategy? And there are lots of different ways to look at it. Different times in the draft, it's different things. So it's it's kind of always a uh, it's always an adventure. And one thing I like to do in auctions early on is to bring up the guys I don't want on my team. And it's early on, so people are going to bid more. Right. That's always my goal, too. Yeah. I always, I love doing that. Of course, that's how I ended up with all these tight ends. Uh But we'll get to that shortly. And also, I like to toss in kickers and defense, because in that league, for some reason, every time I offer up a kicker or a defense, for a buck, someone always bids up a two or three or sometimes four. And that's just because it's not experienced players. I mean, this is guys that aren't as experienced, and they... They want a kicker, they want a bid, blah, 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 because I've been in other auctions with guys who know what they're doing, where the entire first and second round of bringing up players for auction yep. is a kicker for a dollar. Nobody, Basically, it's a snake draft mm-hmm. for kickers and defenses, but not in not in this one. And I think, I don't have the numbers with me, but the funnest part of that draft was the Minnesota homer. That's Joe's strategy every single time. But... Everybody knew it, and yeah. he got those Vikings players for way more than anybody else would have. But you know what? When the Vikings had Case Keenum, and they were super good, mm-hmm. and he had his Vikings strategy. I mean, look who his keepers were, Diggs and Thielen, right. for like 29 each or whatever it was. And uh, he took second that year with the Vikings strategy because mm-hmm. the Vikings were that good. Yep. And now he thinks it is the the absolute way to do it. And he's going to keep doing it, and it's an easy win, let's be honest, because well, that's just a horrible way to build your team. I'm excited to find out. But I was horrible that year, so he, <clears throat> he did better than me. Yeah. And I, Even winning last year, I probably... This was another league, by the way, that we were in the championship together. Yeah, we had a few. We were in several championships yeah. together. I got you on this one. You did. Uh, but I had the better team. Probably. I did. Yeah, I don't really know how I ended up winning. I mean, yeah. we can we can go into the history of, the, can. of that, too. But uh, I want to talk about this draft, right. though, because it's ridiculous. So I ended up keeping Kamara and McCaffrey as my two uh, two running backs. Which is sickening. Yeah. 
Uh, Kamara I had for, I think, 49 bucks, And he, he would have went for more, I believe, if he wouldn't have been in the open auction. It's a $200 yep. uh, auction uh, budget. And I got McCaffrey for 38 so And both of those are less than they'd go for. Exactly. These running backs go for 60 bucks yep. easy. and yep. So that was smart. It's so, an advantage for you right off yep. the bat. So I automatically have two, I'd say, of the top three, four running backs right there that I'll be playing every week. Yep. Um, and I also added Freeman. I actually went um, running back heavy. Um, I've got Devontae Freeman. I've also got Marlon Mack. Um, and then I took a flyer on Gordon, Melvin okay. Gordon. Um, I got him for a couple bucks. Okay. And I also took a flyer on AJ Green, hoping he comes back. Sure. Um, How much you get him for? Great question. Because my guess is in a league like this, he was pretty cheap considering he's injured. People are scared off. I got him for ten bucks. Ten bucks out of two hundred. That's pretty huge. And I got Gordon for twenty two, which is a little bit more than I wanted, but I'm hopeful that. But he'll end up coming and playing, and all this talk of everybody else will be yeah null and void. So. Yeah, and then this is also a super flex league as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why, but in the auction, I always wait to get quarterbacks. I've done it every year. My quarterbacks have always been borderline trash right um this year i've got stafford and i've got allen from buffalo yeah which is which is not ideal but you know you're you're so stacked at running back though Mm -hmm. that you know it ends up being you know it ends up being a little bit better so so then i'm hoping that my uh top heavy running backs will help with my wide receivers because I didn't have a lot of money to spend, so I got Hilton. Uh, Marvin Ugh. Jones mentioned Ugh. him earlier. I've got him, so he'll be good for the first oh, couple weeks. This team is horrible, Dave. Yeah. You should uh, be embarrassed. Corey Davis, who I'm hoping, you know, has a, a renaissance oh, man. season. Man, I'm throwing up in my mouth over here. <laughs> this is rough. Paris Campbell, you like the rookies. I, I do. Yep. Well, and without luck, that's yeah, and, and I have Hilton, too, so I... Well, Paris Campbell's a Buckeye, so I've watched a lot of Paris oh, Campbell. Sure. Pretty much his entire college sure. career, so... And then for my tight ends, I'll have Burton and Fant to figure out which one I want to start each week. And Burton was number six tight end last year somehow because he seemed horrible every mm-hmm. single week. It's one of those guys where it's like, how in the world did he piece that together? But he did. So. Right. And then, does it say? So I've got Badgley, kicker. For the Chargers. Is that his name? That doesn't sound right. Badgley. Badgley. That's what it is. Or Badgley. <laughs> it sounds like a junkyard dog. Yeah. Hey, Badgley! But his bye week is 12. So oh, that just moment, that just it? went with my... <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just kept going. Breeze past it. All right. So that just went with my uh, overall theme of taking defense and kickers late and the yeah. Patriots defense I think their bye week is 11 somewhere yeah, there. Yeah, smart. So, it's just how I roll. Yeah, looking at the bye weeks for kickers and defenses is not not what I do. Um I do look at early matchups though for the defense especially. All right, so here was my issue. Now we we had our we were getting ready for this draft. We actually met to talk podcast the night before this draft happened, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was kind of brainstorming my my keeper situation. So I knew I wanted to keep OJ Howard. I got him for a buck last year. 
And I like the idea, as you know, of having my tight end just taken care of. And so I got to keep him for 10 bucks. Great. So then I was trying to figure out my other my other keepers. So I could have kept Sony Michelle for 14 bucks and had a running back good to go. And I thought, man, that's that would be that would be pretty nice. But I just kept coming back to DeAndre Hopkins, who I had to keep for fifty-one dollars. Mm-hmm. But he is the best receiver. He's one of my favorites. He's actually a, a, a very highly owned player for me. I love I love Hopkins. He's a beautiful man. He always produces. He, he does. Well, football-wise, yes. But that hair, too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's the hair. Yeah. Okay. And he's got nice skin. We're getting off on a tangent. Anyway, so... Do you, do you need 50, to break right now? <laughs> So $51, $51, because I figure he'd go close to that, and I just want to guarantee that I've got that top wide receiver. And then I'm kind of helped out yeah. after that. So... That was my keeper. I kind of regretted not getting the more bargain player, but it is what it is. Um, I also failed to remember that wide receivers, the stud wide receivers, they tend not to go for that much in this league. Right. Um, for some reason, they're just not quite as expensive. I mean, I'm just looking at um, like Amari Cooper was 27. I got, I got Beckham for, for 40. 40. Yeah. Um, and didn't really intend to get him, but I got him. And so I probably, you know, in hindsight, like moving forward, I'll probably look for those those bargains again because I, I've i always prided myself on that. Um, and last year, like I said, Howard for a buck. So I kept Hopkins for 51, O.J. Howard for 10. So then my theory was that I would be putting up the expensive tight ends and getting people to spend their money on tight ends because I... I don't need tight ends. So Kelsey gets put, I put up Kelsey and I'm bidding him up and he gets to 32 bucks. Nobody else bid crickets. Now I have Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. I mean, realistically, Travis Kelsey in my tight end spot, OJ Howard in my flex spot, but still, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, that hurts my ability to bid on some other positions, but Am I mad at Travis Kelsey as a flex, no, as my second tight end? No, because I also think if I've got, <clears throat> I can't wait to talk about that league where I drafted like a million tight ends and they're all in the flexes, but you know, I kind of feel like now there's somebody left without a stud tight end because I've got two of them. Sure. Then George Kittle comes up for bid <laughs> and I bid and I bid because I want people to spend their money on George Kittle. Yeah. 28 bucks. Blue in your face. I get him. Yeah. Two flex spots in this league. And I now have Kittle and Kelsey filling both of them. You do. And I think to myself, okay. I wonder how I'll craft the rest of this team because I didn't mean to have those two guys in my flex. But, hey, maybe this is a good strategy. We'll roll with it, right? Yeah. Odell Beckham comes up for bid. Should I be spending... Money on another big receiver without any running backs to speak of? Probably not. 40 bucks. I get him. Okay, interesting. So now I'm sitting here with three tight ends and two receivers, and it's a lot of my money. So then I start to realize as the quarterbacks are coming up for bid, and I I take the time to look, and I'm realizing, holy mackerel, uh, there aren't very many starting quarterbacks left. So I feel like I basically lucked out. I got Carson Wentz for 14 bucks and Dak Prescott for 8 bucks. Mm-hmm. 
So now I'm sitting here, and my roster is my two quarterbacks, Wentz and Prescott, I'm very happy with. That is totally fine, especially for how cheap they were. Either one could probably be a keeper next year, so I have right. quarterback yeah, you got you know, partially on locked up. Yeah. yeah, I've got Hopkins and Beckham, expensive, but I'm happy with that. I've got O.J. Howard, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey as my <laughs> tight end of my two flexes. Okay, fine. But now it becomes, what the heck am I going to do at running back? So the first running back I end up getting was Daryl Henderson. And actually, he was before the two quarterbacks, because I think looking at this um, summary of the draft, it goes in order of who I got. So I actually got Henderson before Wentz and Prescott. Now, I bid Henderson up to $4, and realistically... I should not be bidding. I should be getting, like, if I'm spending $4 on a running back, it should be a guy that for sure has a role, has a chance Mm -hmm. to start. Who knows what Henderson is? It could be amazing. It could be terrible. I get... The Chargers defense for two bucks. Probably shouldn't have spent two bucks on a defense, but I like hey, the Chargers. What's your pick? Money to do with it is you know, and I got a little bit click happy. So somebody brings up the Chargers. It's a defense I like. I put it for two. I got him. Okay, fine. Yeah. Dante Pettis really bums me out. I've already dropped him because I needed to pick up a bunch more running backs. So I got him for two bucks. Um, you know, whatever. So then I get Steven Goskowski. Fine. Then it was time to fill up my bench. Now, I was the only one basically left who needed anyone. So these are all the dollar players, and I basically got to pick who I wanted. Now, this is where, Dave, I kind of feel as though I lucked out. Because I'm looking at these running backs, and I'm kind of thinking a couple of these guys could be serviceable. I see three. Serviceable. I see three. I'm not saying great. I'm saying serviceable. Are you seeing three? I see three. Well, let me go through who they are. Okay. Devin Singletary yes. could be very serviceable. Right. Justice Hill, I love. I think he's going to have a role. He was one of my three. He wasn't one of your three. No. You don't like Justice Hill. Well, that's fine. You're dead to me. Now, Carlos Hyde, I have since dropped. Right. Um, Tony Pollard, yep. serviceable, at yep. least at the beginning of the year in theory. Nikhil Harry, I've since dropped. I shouldn't have, for these dollar players, I shouldn't have taken any wide receivers. That was dumb. I did end up keeping Debo Samuel because I think he could be huge and I like the mm-hmm. flyer on him. Um, but then I also have Damian Harris, who you never know what the Patriots are going to do. You never know. And Justin Jackson, you never know what mm-hmm. you know is going to happen with Melvin Gordon. And then since the draft the other day when I'm like, oh man, I need more flyers on running back just for chances, I picked up Jalen Samuel, Jalen Samuels. Yep. Figuring maybe he's got a pass catching role, who knows? Yeah. And I picked up Chris Thompson, figuring he's got the pass catching role, who knows? And that team's gonna be terrible and throwing the ball. So basically, I have a superstar team until you look at my running backs, and it's really the most embarrassing running back core ever. Now, the only reason this feels okay to me is because I am weirdly obsessed with rookies specifically rookie running backs and this is really how i structure most of my teams it really this is the best i'm the best person for this to accidentally happen to right because i fill my entire bench with rookie running backs anyway and if one or two take off i'm sitting pretty but it's not my proudest moment as far as an auction goes and for those keeping a score at home um he has as many 
tight ends as he has wide receivers. You've got three of each. But <laughs> but I mean you've got you've got two but, tight ends at flex who yeah wide receiver. But you know be. how I look at this: Hopkins and Beckham, barring injury, I'll never bench either one of them. Right. And so on bye weeks, if Samuel ends up being serviceable, I can play him. If one of those running backs looks like they're going to be really terrible or gets injured or something, I pick up a wide receiver to stream. It's also a 10-team league, and so you're going to have an easier time coming up with something, yeah, right? Sure. But I think it's, it's pretty funny. I will say, if this works and I'm able to repeat as champion in this league with my all flex tight end strategy. Uh, I'm just going to retire and I'm going to start a business called all tight ends all the time. Can I get that in writing? Well, no, I'm not going to actually retire. It's just something you say, Dave. So anyway, it was, uh, it was strange. It was a strange draft and you know, we were at champs, you know, champs, Richfield may be gone, but we were at champs, uh, uh, Eden Prairie. Okay. And so, you know, drafts of champs end up a little different than drafts in my basement, um, just in certain ways. And so, you know, it, it was it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. And I know you said this ends up being like one of your favorite drafts of the year. Yeah, I... Uh... Which surprised me, because <laughs> I, I don't take it as seriously as others. I mean, I find it fun, but... I know. don't take it seriously. I just love uh, bidding up people. I have a... A weird thing about uh, Schadenfreude, other people's <laughs> misery. Gotcha. I dig that. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to wrap up this Should first podcast. One more thing. Oh, we got one more thing. Sure. Okay. What are you most looking forward to this season? That's a what a great way to wrap this up. It's like yeah. we planned this. Um, if only I hadn't blown it with trying to end <laughs> things. Um, looking forward to most. Um, I am looking forward to seeing if I can continue my success from last year. I had a weirdly good year last mm-hmm. year, like success that wasn't normal. Um, I mean, we were in a lot of championships together, yeah. but I mean, I ended up at least at the end of last year, I was in nine leagues between redraft and everything mm-hmm. else. And I ended up with, I believe four, five championships. A couple of those were like work leagues, not, yeah. not quite as serious, but a kind of a, a crazy percentage. So I'm I'm looking forward to making an attempt to keep that going. I I have, you know, you said you down, you scaled down. Yeah. I have scaled up. So I'm up to like 25 leagues right now. Oof. A lot of them random with random people I don't yeah. know where I'm just seeing if I can make some extra money mm-hmm. um, or just trying out some different formats. So I want to see if I can keep that going. And honestly, I'm just excited to... Uh, uh, Watch Justice Hill and see if he can uh, light up the light up the field. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate I that. And make some trades. Obviously, I can't sure. wait to get that trading going. Yeah. It's a weird point of the year right now. It's like everybody kind of wants to sit. Nobody wants to make any decisions right. till they see how their team goes. Everybody thinks their team's amazing at this yeah. point of the year. What about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I think in the uh, the league, I'm one one away from taking it. The Empire League, Emperor League. Um, I want to see if uh, if that team can do it, because I know I've I've heard from a few people in that league who say, you know, I'm secretly rooting for you just to end this thing. I think every champion 
since that league started has said that. Yeah. I heard that too. So it's for a lot of us in that league, it's been our first dynasty team. Mm -hmm. So it'll be weird when it ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if, uh, if Melvin Gordon will get his act together, either if they trade him or if he just plays, um, that's because my running backs after him, I have McCaffrey, but after that, it's it's not good. So I'm hoping Gordon comes back. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and without without depth, repeating is mm-hmm. really really tough. And the one I'm trying to repeat in is, um, I have the depth, but it'll be interesting to see if it actually ends up sticking because. I mean, we had the draft, the other rookie draft, the other night, and I realized, oh, I have Aaron Jones sitting on my bench. Yeah. But I never started him because Barkley, Kamara, and then I've got wide receivers to play in flex. So, it'll be, um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, I'm hoping to repeat, you know, repeat success, and that's definitely a league that I would prefer. And yeah. so, as much as I would love to beat you in the original league, sure. If we both repeated in an empire the same year, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty magical. Yeah, that'd be pretty magical. Think of the podcast that would be. Ugh, pretty great. Stay tuned. So hopefully moving forward, we'll continue to kind of structure this, get maybe a little more more structure going so maybe people can follow. Um, But hopefully we we, uh, gave some good information here about a variety of different uh, formats and kind of how we structure things, how we look at things. That was our goal. Um, And if nothing else, uh, uh, we think we're entertaining, to each other at least. Right. And that's what matters. That's all that matters. So, until next time. Great job, Ralph. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, This has been uh, Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. (laughs) Love that name. And... uh, We'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Later.